You're listening to the Coaching Matrix Private Podcast. All right, welcome to the final day of Quantum Play. So I just wanted to, we were just chatting a little bit, but I did want to kind of give a quick recap, maybe to spark some interest in questions that you might have or or, um, ways to process because today, is also going to be a celebration type call. And I don't mean like celebration of like, yay, like you did it, but it's more of like the feeling of complete of this is complete. And now I'm on to the next thing. And I'm, and I'm grateful. One of the things that um, I really believe is that celebration is an action. That's in alignment with gratitude and gratitude is the energy of receiving. And so sometimes we like to just skip into like what's next, especially in business. It's so easy to be like, okay, well, like I signed a client or I did this thing or I launched this, um, I launched that program or I, you know, whatever I did the thing that I was scared of doing. And then like, we immediately move into what's next. But I think that there's a lot of power in like honoring and witnessing the things that we've done. And one of the big ideas that I want this, like blew my mind, like me, I take this program too, right? Like I'm, I'm a student of this, of this work as well. And one of the things that came through while I was preparing is that everything is perfect, but not everything is complete. And that, that when you really understand what that means, it means you can be at peace with whatever you're creating, whatever you created up to this point, not that it's not perfect, not that it's not good even. And that's kind of what we talked about last call was like the declaration of it being good. And in that same in that same conversation, it can be not complete. You might still have more work, more work to do. That's what I feel like this program is. It is that it's perfect, but it's I'm not. Listening to a call right now. Well, let me mute. Over. I don't know who that was. Okay, just if just make sure that you're muted if um, you're on the call. And I think when we look at it that way, like perfect, not complete, we can feel good about where we're at and see where we have to go but not make that mean something that is lacking, you know? And so we can move forward because we're in the process of completion. And what the trippy thing is, is like, this is an eternal principle, right? Like we never really get to where we're going. There's always progression. There's always another level. And I think that that can make you feel lack if you're focused on it, or you can see that it's all perfect and we're not complete. And so this is that, like, to me, that's like a perfect way to summarize what today represents for this program and any program you ever take, right? You can be perfect with it and it's not completed because now you get to go use this stuff. Now you get to go execute and integrate what it means for you. In fact, if you're in the matrix, you know, like um, on our week four, today's integration. And so this lines up perfectly with what we typically do on our fourth week. And that's like, what are we going to do with this? What do you do now that we've gotten all the information and we've had conversations and maybe I've taught you the, the play framework and things, but now what, how can you actually use it? And that's where the fun begins. And what's cool is, is every evolution, every cycle you go through of your own growth and development and business phase that you get to, you can reevaluate and revisit all of the principles in this program and other programs. Um, I think it's a really cool way to look at life. I, I think of life as like a spiral upward, right? Like sometimes it feels like you're in the same lesson. Like, am I really having another lesson about money? Or am I really having another lesson about relationships? But it's not the same lesson because you're not the same person. And so that's why I think it's powerful to revisit truth and it's powerful to keep learning because you are never the same person, right? You're not even the same person that you were yesterday. And so as we revisit the conversations today from this program, you're going to notice like you're going to have a different 
depth of awareness of some of the things we talked about. Maybe you've experienced some things this month um, that you're like, oh, like I see how that, that comes together. Um, and maybe you're going to experience something in six months or a year. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I remember, you know, something, that insight that I had be open because I think for me, sometimes the pieces come and then it's like a year later, another piece comes and it just adds more depth and more knowledge and more experience of, of truth. And so that's what I hope this program has done for you. And it's opened you up to maybe see things differently, maybe now, but also in the future. I, I trust that this is not like a, you can only get results in this program. I hope that the, it opens your, your mind to things that can be celebrated in the future too. Okay, so everything is perfect, but not complete. Today is this, a celebration, which means we're aligned with gratitude for the things that we want. We talked about having experiencing gratitude ahead of time, being the leading energy, creating what we want, believing in possibilities and potentialities, creating based on what we can hold, right? Sometimes it feels really good to create unpredictability. Sometimes it's, it feels really expansive to be in possibility potentiality. There's no like morality there. We talked about that, um, that it's just something for you to play with. Sometimes it's going to feel good to create predictable results. Sometimes it's going to be really fun and expansive for you to be like, wouldn't it be cool if, right? Something that you can't predict, something that you don't know how it's going to happen, but you love it if it did, but you're not attached to when or how that's going to, it's going to work out. And so hopefully this is sparking something. If you've been thinking about questions, you can just hop right on. But now I kind of want to turn it into coaching, Q&A, clarification for you guys to make this real and tangible in your actual life and business now. So does anyone have a question right away that they want to jump into? And it can be like a workable problem too. Like if you're coming up into something into in your business, we can use the framework from this program so it serves everyone. And if you're if you're not able to come on video, you can put it in the chat as well. I meant to say that as well. So it's you can come on live or you can put it in the chat. Um, it's always valuable, even if you don't think it's super deep or anything. So, okay, I'll take, I'll have a question here. Um, when you mentioned this last time and, and, uh, I read it in Amanda Francis's book, the idea of you have to believe through the 12th hour. Yeah. Can you tell me what that might look like or help? Yeah. yeah. So I think, and she's, She's really known for her launches. So I think in, in your example, Colette, just because I know your business model a little bit, like you're, it's going to be believing, even if it's not looking like it's working. Like, let's say you have two weeks or so, do you have a week? I can't remember what you said. How long is your car open? For to, or to yeah, it's, it's like a week and a half, almost two weeks. Mm -hmm. So what yeah. that's going to look like is like, if you get to the final day, can you still believe? If you get to the final two hours, can you still believe? Okay. And that's, I think for those kinds of open and close, that's what she means through the 12th hour, but more open-ended things. Like if you are trying to, you know, I think you're, one of your things is like 18 clients, right? Can you believe you get 18 clients until you get 18 clients? That would be your 12th hour in that context. And so it would be- yeah, So how do you practice that? Like how, what would that actually 
look you just, like in this present in practice your belief right because we can't future trip we don't know what your launch is going to hold so where does your certainty come from does it come from the launch or does it come from you because mm. you're in an interesting is it open yet when do you open it's called oh, august august 1st okay. so it's coming it's coming okay. august 1st and and then it will basically close the 12th i think they have i think we said that they can pay till the 16th Cool. But consults will close on the 12th. Cool. And so there's, you know, there's that anyway. So how I, the other thing that I would extend, like your belief is like everything that you've done up to this point is good and is working. Mm -hmm. Everything you're doing now is working and everything you will do is working. How does that feel? It, I actually really feel calm about that. I, I do know that everything that we have created up to this point is amazing. Yeah. And it also has to be tried in order for, for us to know, like, what should we change? And so I don't really feel this. I don't feel any kind of franticness, like, oh my gosh, I got to hurry and do this other thing. I, I don't feel that at all. Like we, we have to test this. Yeah. We have to test what we've done and we've done seriously awesome with with what we have prepared and I I'm speaking of my assistant and I and so I know that everything is in place all the things are checked off the list that that we were creating you know there's just a couple of little things at the end here and so that part of it I don't feel anxious about at all yep. um, I think it'll be in the moment yeah yeah I think that believing till the 12th hour speaks to when it's not working. Okay. That's, that's when it kicks in. It's easy to believe in the future because it's not working, but it's also not, not working. You know what I mean? We don't know yet. And so it's just potentiality. It's just possibility. It's just something that you're thinking about. Um, and so I think you'll be ch more challenged and it'll become more real when you're actually in it. Yeah, for sure. Sure. So I guess I just want to like have a plan of what I'm going to do in it. Yeah. So you might have like a phrase. I, I know that you like write down things and have little reminders. Like you might have a phrase or something that like the 12th hour, like through the 12th hour, I'm believing. Um, it might be something like that because I think where what you're really like asking me is like a contingency plan. Like if it doesn't work, then what do I need to believe? <laughs> right. Which like, well, and, and then I get a little bit kind of critical of myself because it's like, well, no, wait, I have to believe. Yes. So right now your only job is like, it's working. It's, it's 100% working when you're in the game. That's when you get to like, you can change things up. You know what I mean? That's more when you can, um, address what's coming at you. Like maybe people have questions or people can't book a call in the time frame. Like, all those things you don't even, you can't predict those, but you're going to handle them. And so you're, you're really clinging to the belief, like it's working. I can handle anything. Um, what was yours? Your statement was like, as it works, I think. Mm -hmm. it? As it's working. Yeah. As it's as working. It's yeah. Because it's all the future. And so we don't want a future trip. We want to keep your belief pure right now. Once you start getting actual results and, and stuff and you're in the middle of it, that's when you can come back to the beliefs that you want to believe. I'm here until it works till the, through the 12th hour, it's all happening. Um, People can't, like, I believe in people and their power. They're going to, they're going to sign up. 
things like that. I yeah, and I think what is coming up for me with it is um, like, well, what if I don't believe enough? Like, I'm lacking. Does that make sense? Like, I'm being kind of, I can just see myself being a little critical of myself. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't believe enough. Yes, I didn't do enough work this summer to get myself to this space of believing because it's not working or or whatever. And so that's where, that's where maybe. I don't want to be hard on myself. Yes. I think I need to be aware of aware of that that I have done the work. You haven't. What's even, that? You haven't even opened your launch yet, and you're no. and interesting that you're already kind of being critical on your belief. Yeah, like, well, what if I didn't believe? What if I don't believe enough? That's that's what I'm. I think that's that's, yeah. and that's where thinking. I think that recreation tool is really powerful. Like, no, like I did do enough. I did everything in my power. You got coaching on it, Colette. Like, I'm just going to validate this for a second. Every time you could get coaching on your belief, you did in this, in the matrix, like you came and got coaching every opportunity you could on your belief that it was working for now and in the future. Like I can't, at least in our relationship, you couldn't have done anything else. I know that you worked with your assistant. I know that you write amazing emails. I know that you're holding yourself to a high standard. I know that you're committed to the 200 K process. Like you can declare it is good. Okay. What might happen? We don't know. Once you get the results, you might be shown intelligence and, and strategic stuff that you had to get in order to get the results, you know, that you can't, you can't get that by not just pontificating and thinking you had to actually take action. Right. And that's like the, the market. Yeah. 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 And uh, there's that that's out of your control until you launch. And so you get peace now that I've done everything within my power to make this the best launch possible. How does that okay. feel? I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Now you can move forward in, in peace and power because you did it. You did everything within your power. Okay. I love that. Thank you. Welcome. I'm excited. Please let me know how it goes. <laughs> All summer we've been like, you know what I mean? Like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Now it's here. So fun. Well, now it's here. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Anyone else want to take the hot seat or have a question or anything? I do. Surely. Okay. What's up? Okay. Uh, so I feel like I'm kind of like in this rebellious stage <laughs> where yeah. I've just been like for a, in the past, I've just been taking so many actions. And after learning about like the energetics and all of this work, I'm just like, I don't want to <laughs> do anything, even though on my calendar right so I think this might have some to do with like honoring your word and personal power and stuff like that so even though on my calendar says okay like record podcasts or like reach out to how many people and things like that but then I think there's a part of me that's just like I just I don't know almost almost like I just don't want to do it and like see how far it can go um and then when I do take the action it just doesn't feel right or like I just don't feel like I wanted to do it so then I'm finding myself taking less action but I also know it's like it's actions that get you moving yeah right? so I'm like in this place where I'm just like there's something in me that's just like I just don't want to do it <laughs> yeah so that's kind of the conversation we had about aligned action sometimes it doesn't necessarily feel good but it's in alignment with the result you want so um we'll just like back up a little bit what results are you working towards right now um, right now I want to 
sign two clients by the end of this month. Okay. Um, are you selling on your podcast? I am. Yeah, I some yeah, I talk about it. Okay. Have you ever signed a client from your podcast? Not directly. I don't think so. But I do have feedback from people saying, oh, they love what I'm sharing. Um, I've also had people who sign up um, for a consult from my podcast, but maybe not directly from podcasts. Like I know the, the most direct way is to have direct one-on-one conversations with people. And then I think in my mind, I'm just like, I know all the actions. I know everything. But I'm just like, I just don't want to do it. What like what emotion comes up when you think about doing it? Mm, maybe some, I don't know, maybe like dread or like resistance. To anything in particular, like the act of selling, is that where you feel the dread? Yeah, yeah, mostly the selling. Okay, just give me like a little brain dump. Like what's coming up? Um, it might be like, I don't know. Like it, it just feels, maybe it's also because I just came back from vacation. So it just feels like <laughs> every day, like I, I'll wake up and then I'll be like, oh, this is just another week where I repeat, you know, like repeat and then doing all the things. And then sometimes it's, it's like, oh, there's like all these things in my life because I'm, like I'm so focused on improving not just my business, but also my life, my family, my relationships, and everything has been great. And then sometimes it just feels kind of tiring to be in the process of maintaining all of it. So I'm like, okay, I wake up and then now it's like business time and then I work on business and um, you know, time to write a post, time to reach out to people. And then I don't I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna, like I'm gonna kind of pull something out that I think might be helpful. So it's not predictable that you'd sign a client from your podcast. No. So what are you like when you think about recording a podcast, for example? Like when you think about it, you feel like it's like a wall, or like a block, or like that doesn't sound fun. Is that kind of what your brain offers? Yeah, it almost treats it like another obligation to do. Like okay, now I have to repeat. Uh, now now it's time to record a podcast okay and then what's the opposite of that like what do you feel inspired and excited to do right now right now I feel like in this moment yeah like if you're not inspired and excited to take action in your business to record a podcast or to sell what are you like what are you craving to do my brain really wants me to just not do anything <laughs> like <laughs> take a nap or like to just lie on the floor or, or not 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 do anything but then that's what I've been feeling like the past few days while I was on vacation even though I really enjoyed it mm-hmm. I think there's a part of me that's like oh I want to work again and then when it's time to like start working then the part of me is like throwing a tantrum kind of right. oh I don't want to yeah. So this is kind of like, I use this metaphor of like the train station, like sometimes, and this is not just true in like the beginning of your business. It can be like the beginning of work again after a vacation or something like that. Because when you're in momentum, it's easy just to stay consistent because you don't have so much like resistance 
like even just like laws of physics, right? Like it's easy to move when you're in motion already. And so you came back from like from your vacation, it's kind of like, you're just like at a standstill. It's going to feel the hardest to take action again right now. This is where personal power comes in because you don't might not have the, the momentum, which would be circumstantial, but you have personal power where you're like, I can, I can make one post. I can record a podcast, even if I don't love it, even if I don't feel good about it, like I can. Now the tantrum, we can just watch, right? We can witness it and be like, yeah, that's, there you go. I see the, I see that little part of my brain that really doesn't want to do this, but I'm going to do this anyway. Um, the other thing that I think we can talk about too, is like the possibility and the potentiality, because that's where I think I, I feel most inspired. And I think you're similar just in our work together. Like when I think about possibility and potentiality, it, unlo- it breaks me out of the predictability, like predictably you're going to record a podcast and no one's going to sign with you. That's, that's, what's predictable. But what if this new, maybe you like play around with like the, a new form of podcast where you are just talking about maybe client results or something exciting to you. And then you make a direct offer in your podcast. Like what if you get a couple consults from that one episode alone, you're using your brain to create and use your imagination to create something that is inspiring and exciting. Cause like, I, I'm going to ask you like to answer that question. Like what if that was possible? What if this episode that you released created like two or three consults this week what comes up then for you then I would feel more excited to do it and yeah like I would I would not look at it as a chore and instead look at it as oh yeah like almost like doing it knowing that there is a possibility that might come. I think right now, a lot of the things that I'm doing, it might be because there's like doubt underneath. It's kind of like what you were saying with the doubt. Um, Maybe like I'll post something or I'll put an episode up and I'll think, oh yeah, but uh, this might not lead to anything. Yeah. And maybe that's like causing so much resistance to me wanting to yeah, because it's predictable and it's something predictable that you don't want. And mm-hmm. so that's where we get in those ruts. Like, well, it doesn't like we 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 have to catch our brains because our brain's gonna offer us thoughts that aren't helpful. Like, well, I always post a podcast episode and no one ever like puts a consult from it. Or like I post on Instagram every day, but no one ever asks me. What you don't realize is that's what you're creating with your thinking, right? You're creating that. And so we have to stop. And this is where I think entrepreneurs like it's more fun and more expansive to tap into possibility potentiality what if this post creates a client for me what if this podcast creates so much buzz in my world that like even in six months people are booking podcasts because of this episode and you recreate the thinking by just picturing a better future, you know, instead of looking to the past of what this podcast episode has always created. No wonder you don't want to do it. It's not creating what you want. But what if this podcast episode created a fully booked version of you in the next two weeks? Mm -hmm. What? Do you want to create this episode? What do you want to say? You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. what's coming up for you right now? Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. And then in my head, I'm thinking, oh, but that has never happened before. 
that you went right back to predictability. It's never happened before. We're not asking if it's happened before. We're saying what if it could happen? Mm-hmm. And your brain's going to want to come back to what is predictable because that, that's how we like to operate. And this is like holding and, and the, what we talked about, like leading energy, making, not make, I don't like the word making, but like asking your brain to stay focused on what is possible is the work. This is like what all of our work is, is when we notice that we're doubting, we can use our agency to pick a different experience and say, well, what if that's not true? What, it, what could be true? What do I want to be true? What would I like to be true? Mm-hmm. And spending time there. And, and sometimes it takes like, it might mean you're journaling or going on a walk or doing something not in your business until you can hold that energy and vibration long enough to record a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sometimes I think what's in alignment is taking a nap too. Like I, I kind of wanted to come back to that. Like if you're tired, it would be in alignment to rest until you can feel well enough physically to do this, the mental, more of the mental type work. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it might be something to play with. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'll sit with this. Yeah. Go back to possibility and potentiality. I think when you play there, you have more energy unlocked. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It's really Okay, anyone else want to jump on, ask a question, clarification? It can build on what we've been talking about. It can be something totally different. There are no rules. Can I ask a question? Of course, Brooke, what's up? So I feel like I've been doing a lot of of work on myself and like in this, kind of quantum space, belief, you know, just your beliefs. And I don't know, I've just been working a lot about myself. But how do you work? How do you continue to believe and to have this, like, I would consider sort of high vibe, like good feelings when you are sort of surrounded by a lack of like, the people around you aren't doing the same stuff. And so they don't feel the same way. They don't see the same stuff. I know you can't like make someone believe what, you know, you're kind of learning. Everyone has their own journey, but there are people in everybody's lives that impact, I don't know, that just impact you at that sort of energy level. Does that question make sense? Yes. Um, And I think this is going to be personal for everyone, but I know for me, when I was really getting into this work and still, still to this day, like some of my life is in solitude. Like I retreated from some of the people that I normally would have hung out with, not because I don't love them or because they're not good people. It's just, they weren't going where I was going. And um, it messed with my mind, right? I have a a very dear friend. We were like best friends um, in college and she's a teacher in Utah. And she complains about the system and complains about how much money she makes and um, would subtly say what I was doing was like a little pretentious or, you know, whatever. And what do you think that did to my head? And so what you have to start doing, Brooke, like the reason I'm sharing that is like I had to start protecting myself and my dream because it wasn't her dream. It was mine. Right. So like I could let her mess with my mind or I could do things that would protect my vision and protect what I wanted to create. That look for me was like only sharing my dreams with like my coach because she would be, she would build it up. Right. Or like my husband who like wanted me to win. 
And so I'm kind of curious, is there someone, is it like someone in your life that, and it doesn't even have to be like about you, right? Maybe they're complaining about situations or whatever um, that kind of mess with what you want to create. Kind of give me like a little bit of background. What's happening? I have two situations. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the, the first is my husband who I love so much. But the tone in like his family and just the way he grew up is very lack and kind of negative and complaining. And like, that's, that's sort of how he was raised. So while like, he doesn't drive me crazy like his parents do, um, like there's still some of that. And so like, he's not a big reader. Um, you know, so he doesn't think about a lot of these things like yeah. I do. Like, you know, he's like, what are your, how many books do you need to buy? You know, I'm like all the books. So like, I can appreciate that he's different and he has tons of great qualities. It's not a judgment on him, but it's just like, as I'm trying to sort of expand some of the ways that I think about life and abundance and, and especially like we've had a couple really rough years where a lot of challenging things have happened and so I'm like trying to think abundantly and get out of this like everything bad is happening to us but I feel like he still is sort of trapped in some of that and so it's it's hard when it's like in your home like in your home and it it directly impacts you you know like I'm not running away so I'm really glad that you brought this up I know there are people on this call who will benefit from this conversation and I know there's people who will benefit from this replay because this is real, right? What we did in quantum play was like a vacuum. It's great to believe on this call. It's great to believe when I'm journaling. But what happens when I'm trying to decide the amount of groceries I'm going to buy this week? Or how do I, you know, if I want to invest or books, say like, this is real. And so what I want to show you is like, when your in-laws or whatever, do you want to create what they've created? So then the next piece of this is, can we stop judging them for what they've created? That what they've created is perfect for them. Because when we can okay. stop judging yeah. other people, we stop judging ourselves for what we want. It's just perfect. What they've created is great for them. And I don't have to judge it. This is the work that I had to do. My husband's from a really small town and his parents have worked the same jobs for decades. So lived in that same house for decades you should be grateful for what you have, right? Save your money, like this, this, this um, paradigm. And I see the beauty of their paradigm and I don't want it. I don't want that paradigm. And so when I stopped judging it, I stopped judging what I wanted. And I just witnessed that we have, there's room for all of us to want what we want. And it made me feel stronger about what I wanted because I stopped judging what they wanted. Okay. And so that's going to be part of your workbook is like, stop, stop judging everyone around you for what they want. They don't have to want the same thing as you. And you don't have to want the same thing as them. It can, it can coexist. One of the most powerful things my mentor told me is that old paradigms don't have to die for new ones to be born. And so if you want the paradigm of wealth and expansion and growth, their paradigm of lack and limitation can still exist in the same house. 
you and your husband can coexist with different belief systems. I'm not saying this is easy, but it's possible. So he's not holding me back. He is not holding me back. I know it'd be easy <laughs> to say that, right? It'd be a lot easier if it was on him. But we know it's your belief. It, the vision okay, so came to you, not to him. The vision for wealth came to yeah. you, not to him. Yeah. Okay, so a follow-up question. I know judging is very, like, it's, that's a big part of what I need to do. But what, what about people who are victims? So I get like, I want a small house and I, like, I want to create this. And so I create like, whatever that is, but, but people who are, they don't recognize what they're creating. And they're like, well, I'm a victim. This is what life has done to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's harder for me not to, to judge to judge that attitude like the negative attitudes I don't know if that makes sense but it's not like oh we're happy with what we have and it's this it's like life is the worst and look at what everything has happened to us yes you want to change that for them so well I can't no but is that like does your ego brain want to change that? <laughs> yeah, I want to tell them that they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is how I, I think about this because this, this conversation is like really next level for people. When I hear people complain or are victims, I don't see them as victims, but they are so powerful that they can create that reality. And I can't be the one to change it for them, but I know that their path is perfect for them to get the insight that will allow them to realize they're not victims. Does that make sense? They just haven't gotten there yet. This is a time and space issue. But in the grand scheme of things, when I zoom out and see them as powerful creators who have infinite eternal potential, they're just on a path. And eventually they're going to get what they need. And maybe I'll have a, a role. I, I have friends that have told me like, um, because I've done what I do, like it, made them think differently about their career choices and stuff. But I've also had people that like, just stop talking to me. I don't know. It's not my responsibility. I'm just shining my light. I'm just doing what I know to do. And I don't need to change anyone. But I think releasing their time and space that you would like them to become powerful creators and letting, and trusting that that will come for the, on their own timeline, when they're ready, when they bring that experience into their life, where they are ready to reclaim their life and stop being victims, it will happen, but no one's gonna make it happen for them. It has to be them. So the, actually the best thing you can do for them is to like the word that comes to me is like self-actualize yourself. You reclaim yeah. your power, you create the life you want, you use your example to show them that no one is a victim. Yeah. How do you stop judging others? Stop judging yourself. Yeah, you don't like that answer. No one does. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's hard for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Because the way that I, that I really believe is like, if we are picking up things in our field, it's because it's within us, right? That we have that thought within ourselves. And so when you notice someone's being a victim, 
where you can ask yourself, where do I need to forgive myself for perceiving myself as a victim? If you see someone and seeing lack in their life, where do you need to forgive yourself for seeing lack in your life? And that's the game. And it's hard. It's really hard. But the more you release it in your own mind, Brooke, like the more you're going to be able to so easily forgive it in other people. You're going to have a lot more compassion for them and what they're creating in their life. When you hear your in-laws complaining, instead of being annoyed, you're going to be like, oh, like, I see what they're creating. They could create something different. And when they're ready, they will because they're powerful people. Okay. Thank you. So if you want to take away some homework is like, what do you need to forgive and release within yourself? It might be kind of emotional, but I think that you're up for the challenge. <laughs> the list is long. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's what life is all about. So thank you for asking that question. I think a lot of people will have a lot to think through because you asked it. So thank you. All right, anyone else want to jump on the hot seat, ask a question? Like I said, it doesn't have to build on anything. It can, it doesn't have to. It can be anything that's on your mind right now. And I can talk until someone comes on because Brooke's question like really brought me back to some of the work that I've done too. So um, like I mentioned, my husband's from a small town. Me and my husband have live in different paradigms, if I'm being really honest with you guys. So he loves security. If he came to me and he was like, I want to be an entrepreneur, I'd be like, let's do it. I am all in. But he doesn't come to me and wants to be an entrepreneur. He wants a job with benefits, with a bonus structure, with insurance and all of that. And I honor that. I don't necessarily need it, but he does. And so I can witness that that's his predict. He likes predictability. And that's totally fine. Um, I like playing impossibility potentiality. And instead of judging people's need for predictability, I witness where do I need predictability? That totally makes sense to me, right? He's getting predictability in his job and, and all this stuff. I need predictability in other places. And that's perfect. Everyone has all three needs, right? Some people um, like possibility in watching sports, right? Like they don't know what's gonna happen. Like maybe my team's gonna win, maybe they're gonna lose, I'm all in, right? instead of trying to make people think like us, it's like, can you witness that we're all pretty much the same? It just kind of shows up in different ways. And so when we do that, we can really like honor their experience, their desires, and it's perfect, right? We don't want a world where everyone is an entrepreneur. We need janitors and cashiers and people who clean my car. And we need people who love doing taxes. And we need people who love cleaning the streets and who love being teachers. Like we really want people to honor what they want because that's how our world makes sense and we can live in harmony. And so when we release what people, like their little paradigm, little, their paradigms and my paradigm matters and I'm supposed to create with what's coming to me and my desires, we make room for everyone. And like, I think that's a beautiful world. And so I think when we release other people's from our judgment and release ourselves from our judgment, we can clean from, or we can create from that pure desire in the play, pure desire, leading energy, aligned action, yoked. We can do that in a, in, from a cleaner space. I just saw your chat, Shaylin. 
I can't get on video, but I wanted to share a bit of a celebration. Okay, I'm reading it out loud. Um, I've really been working on the idea of wouldn't it be cool if, yes, and being here until it works. I just launched a new offer that I'm really freaking sold on for like the first time ever. Yes, I saw it actually. I saw you launching it too, and I'm excited. My goal is to sign three clients in the month of August, and I know they're on their way. I don't feel like I'm just saying that to trick myself into believing I really believe it's going to happen. It's awesome. I finally feel like I'm at a level where I've peeled back enough layers that my true essence is able to come out in my work and attract instead of chase. Yes, I've had a lot of success with my meal prep business in the past six months, and I'm truly sold on myself that I can create my own income from scratch as an entrepreneur. Yes, this is a big deal because I used to get really nervous of the ebb and flow. Low income weeks or months would send me into a tailspin, but I haven't panicked job hunted in months. That's amazing. Thank you for the energy and support. I am so happy for you, Shaylin. That is so, so awesome. Yeah. And one of the things that I think that you spoke to that we really didn't get into yet, but I'll say a little bit is like the path of least resistance. Sometimes our success comes in the way that we didn't expect because that was the path of least resistance. So like for you, it's like your meal prep business. You just believe that you could create success and you move forward and then the idea came and then it took off. I'm so excited. I have no doubt that I think you're doing the, the mother wound, right? I think I'm pretty sure that's the kind of launch that you're doing. Um, no, expand. That's what it is, I think it's called. Anyway, I'm really excited for you. Thank you for sharing your celebration. That is so awesome. I have no doubt that August is going to be a killer month for you. So cool. Okay. Anyone else have questions? Can I ask something? I want to know what her meal prep business is. Yeah. Um, is she local? A little, it's local. Yeah, it is local. Where, where do you live, Shaylin? <laughs> I'm serious here <laughs> and it's so good like it's like it's hearty and soul right I think that's what it's called Shannon. I think it's called hearty and soul and it, her food looks amazing yeah private local meal prep in Fredonia New York so dang it I know not here <laughs> um but it was such a good idea hearty soul co yeah so good such a good idea need to move east again <laughs> So good. Okay, any final questions? Thoughts? Can be anything. But thank you for sharing your win, Shaylin. That's so cool. I know you've been working super hard. Okay, so I'm just gonna talk, if, if it sparks something, please um, jump on. So I introduced this idea at the beginning of this call, which is everything is perfect, but not necessarily complete. And so when you think about your business this way, it means that you can make peace with everything up to this point um, because it's perfect. It got you here, right? And one of the things that I really, I, I heard this from like an engineer and it was like, what you're creating has a perfect system, right? If you've created no clients, all that means is that you've created a system that's perfect for creating no clients. <laughs> if you're um, maybe not making as much money as you want, you've just created a perfect system for not creating as much money as you want. And I really love this because it's like, oh, like I can tweak the system. And so one of the things that I want you to spend time with is one, being in gratitude for what you've created to this point, because it's gotten you here, it's gotten you results. There's no such thing as creating no results. I want you to be really clear about that. There is no such thing as creating no results. Now you might not get the results that you wanted. You might get a number that didn't, you didn't want, but you did create results. 
even if you're not taking action, you're creating results right now. I think one of the best things we can do is be honest with ourselves of asking, is this the result that I wanted? Then what do I want? And getting that clarity. Contrast is a beautiful thing because it shows us what we want, right? We live in a world of opposition to help us know what we want. And so if you've been experiencing things that you don't want, you can find gratitude for that because now you get to ask yourself, what do I want? Because if you're still breathing, you have an ability to create something different. And that's a beautiful gift, right? And so when you think through all these, these principles that we talked about of pure desire, asking yourself what you want to create, thinking about how you can lead yourself, right? We talked about how there's, it doesn't really matter if you're at the lower end of your emotions or the higher end, as long as you're leading yourself through those emotions, kind of like what Shirley brought up on this call, you can create. I think that you're, you're in a place to create something. If you're feeling discouraged, but you're working through it, you can create something. If you're feeling hopeful and you're, work, and you're moving forward, you can create something. And that, that takes back the power that, that I really want you to leave this program with is like, you always have personal power, even if your circumstances aren't perfect. Even if you're living with people who have different paradigm belief, like a par different paradigm than you, you can create what you want to create because the ideas came to you. And I really believe there's a lot of magic when we remember that. Um, the book Big Magic by Liz Gilbert, I, like, I love that movie, or that book because she talks about ideas like tapping us on the shoulder and like, hey, you want to you create? All of you guys have some version of that going on right now. Some of you are about to launch, like Colette, like you're about to launch. I'm so excited. Some of you are going to launch this new, you know, a new program, or maybe you're trying to fill the program, or maybe you're coming out with a new product or service or whatever. And the reason that I know it's going to work is because everything works eventually if you're willing to create the system that will create it. Part of that system is your beliefs, right? Part of that is action. Part of that is people helping you. Part of that is social media. Part of that is email, whatever. Like there is a system that makes us all work. And because you had the idea, we, we talked about this at the very beginning, the idea couldn't exist if there wasn't also a system that created that idea. And when the system doesn't work, that's okay. It just means it's not the system. We don't have to judge it as like, I'm not cut out for this. It's not me. I'm the, I'm the problem. Like, no, no, no. Like you're a piece of the system. Let's just get the system right until it creates the result that you want. Instead of being judgmental, let's get curious. Instead of being frustrated, let's like be like a scientist, right? Instead of being like, yeah, it's me. Like I am a flawed human. It's so easy to do that, right? We get into our mind like, well, I am a flawed human. I have a fun fundamental problem. I'm fundamentally flawed. If you study the big leap that he talks about that as like one of like our core thoughts <laughs> that we have this like fundamentally wrong design or something. And that's not true. It's not true. Um, oh, sorry, I just saw this. Okay, thanks, Shaylin. Yeah, so cool. Um, anyway, sorry, <laughs> saw the, the little chat. Um, and so when we remember that we're not fundamentally flawed, we're perfect, not complete. We're st we still have progress. We still have things we want to create and things we want to embody and things we want to be. But you can stop judging all the things that you're not and witness the things that you are move forward um, and create that momentum. One of them, I, I shared a lot of like stories or like visualizations for you. And one of the most powerful ones that um, for me has been like the train. It's easier to keep the train going instead of stopping the train and then starting it up again. And so I, I want to really like, before we leave, like remind you of that, like pulling the energetic plug of stopping things 
Um, doesn't mean you can't take breaks. Doesn't mean you can't go on vacation. Doesn't mean you can't sleep and take a day off. You should all take days off. <laughs> um, it just means that you don't stop the train. It means that you trust that everything that you've done up to this point is still working. Um, whether it's through lessons, experiences, failures, which give us so much gold, right? Success is an awful teacher. It really is because it doesn't give you anything. You're just like, it worked. You figure out the system. And one of the dangers is that if you don't look at how, like what system created that, how did that, how did that happen? Right. You can't recreate it. And so sometimes we actually need the failures to create the sustainability that we want. I, I guess all of this to say is that you can be at peace with everything up to this point and everything that will come because the only reason it will fail is if you stop. If you keep going, you're going to get the pieces to, cre to create the perfect system, to create predictability, to create possibility and to create potentiality. I want to reiterate, like, it's so important to plant those seeds and detach from them. You're going to see miracles happen when you do this. And so I want you to play there. Wouldn't it be cool if and just write it down somewhere that you can revisit because when you detach from time, it might take six months. It might take a year. It might take two years or three. It doesn't really matter if you're enjoying your life along the way, who cares how long it takes, right? And you're going to see things that come together that the system was created partially with your action and partially through things that you couldn't predict, partially from people that you couldn't control, partially from circumstances that don't make sense, but it all worked together to create the output of this, of the result that you want. And so what I love about this is it releases you to your need to control everything. You don't need to control everything. You need to control you, your desire, your intention, your um, aligned action, right? That's always within your control. Um, your ability to lead yourself through the negative emotions, your ability to ask for help and, and learn things, right? Part of our work sometimes is like YouTubing how to blank, right? That's part of the system sometimes, and that's okay. Um, and I think that forward progress feels good, right? Um, Tony Robbins says like happiness is progress, making progress. And so I think the more that you can celebrate the progress that you've made up to this point and honor where you're going, the direction where you're going, because if you keep going, where will that lead you? That's an exciting thing to think about. Wouldn't it be cool if everything that you've gone through up to this point, everything that you will do will get you to your ultimate destination. And then the funny thing about life is like, even when you get there, there's just going to be another destination, right? And so it really is, can you enjoy the process? Can you honor yourself along the process, even while you're doing deep work? I, I, I don't think that um, deep work is bad or like where it's intense, it feels like grief or loss or identity death, right? Or we become someone new. That's okay. It's part of the process too. Can you find joy? Sounds cliche, but can you find joy in the journey while you try to get there? Well, it's a little messy. Well, it doesn't make sense. That certainty within yourself. We talked about uncertainty versus certainty. You don't have to be certain in circumstances or even like in, in the people around you. Can you be certain with yourself that you are a powerful creator and that if you don't stop, you will get there. You will find the tools, the resources, the system to create the things that you want. And then when you get the things that you want, you just get to start again. And so it's a never endless cycle. Like there's nowhere to get to. It is like a game. And so I hope that the play, like you can, I called it quantum play for a reason. I, the reason I think that I can do what I do and how I've been successful is I feel like it's a game. I don't make it mean a lot. It's super fun. I live in this paradox of like everything matters and kind of nothing matters. <laughs> so when things don't work, I'm just like, oh, well, I've had plenty of failures and I don't really make it mean that I'm a 
failed human. I'm just like, oh, that system didn't work. It's like kind of like mousetrap. Do you guys remember the, the mousetrap game where you build all these things and then the marble goes down it? It's like, oh, like the marble fell, like it didn't get to my destination. What do I need to fix? What things do I need to put in place? Like, oh, like I was missing this little tunnel. I don't know. That's what happens. And you can only find those things out if you're actually playing the game. Right? You can't do it in your mind. You can't look at the mousetrap game and go, okay, like I think if I put that one there, and then maybe that one, I think that would work. Like in theory, I'm not sure. I better like revisit this tomorrow. That's not how you play the game. Playing the game means you get the pieces out and you try something and then you evaluate with compassion and love. That's, and then you start over or, or tweak what needs to be tweaked. That's the game. That's the game you're all playing right now. And I hope that you remember it. Like it is a game. It is, this has nothing to do with your worthiness, your, your greatness as a human. You guys are all amazing people. Your business success is literally a separate deal, right? It's like if I went to your your um, your house and like looked at your lawn or something, and I was like, "You can't mow your lawn. You're a bad human." Like, no, like it's it's totally separate. It's just results that you're creating or not creating, and you get to play the game until you get the success that you want. And so, um, this was a very theoretical, like, theory, but I know that if you make it real by taking action and evaluating with compassion and having enough results to actually get some insight and wisdom like you're gonna get the pieces i have no doubt it, it is inevitable and um, one of my favorite sayings is your success is inevitable and now if we can release the time and space we get to enjoy the journey along the way a lot more and so that is my my hope for you guys is that you guys really feel like you can play and have fun and be fully expressed in whatever you're doing and not make it mean anything when you don't get the results that you want. That's all it means. It's not, a, I, I would even like rephrase that from failure. It's just like, I just didn't get the results that I wanted. Now what, now what do I want to do? That's where the fun is. Okay. Um, matrix, we are moving into a different conversation um, in August. It'll be more business, businessy, less theory. And I'm really excited. And also, okay. I, I was going to say this at the beginning, if you're in the matrix, I'm hosting a matrix meetup in real life on September 17th um, in Lehigh, Utah. I'm still nailing down like the actual place, but it'll be in Utah. If you're not in Utah, you can still come if you want to fly in. Like that would be awesome. If you're in Utah, it's probably a little bit easier, but we can meet in real life and I'm really excited about it. So September 17th, put it on your calendar. It'll be super cool. Um, I'll share more details as it gets closer. Other than that, thank you for being a part of this program. Thank you for doing the work you do in the world. Like I am very inspired by all of you guys. Um, it takes a certain kind of person to like take it upon themselves to create solutions for other people. Yes, we make money. Yes, it feels fun, but still like you don't have to do this work. And I just think it's really cool that you do, that you take it upon yourself to become the person who can facilitate transformation and share content and coach and create products and services that serve other people like you just decided to do that that's a super cool thing i feel really lucky to rub shoulders with you guys even virtually but on september 17th we'll get to rub shoulders in real life <laughs> and i'm really excited other than that thank you this is the wrap if there is any final questions you can ask really quick other than that we're done for today any final questions? okay then i will see you guys next time Bye. Thank you. Yes, bye. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Coaching Matrix private podcast. I just wanted to tell you, thank you for being a member. Thank you for being here. I hope you found today's episode helpful for your life and for your business. And I want you to know that I am cheering you on and I will see you in another episode. Bye.